0: You're listening to the podcast Detroit network visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: All right. We're, uh, we're live and, uh, we're still dealing with quarantine technical difficulties. Um, so bear with us for a second. We, we're, we want to try to get to your questions. If you have them, all the episodes, uh, uh, shooting. Um, if not we'll catch you when we do, but, um, this is the Human Condition. We're live. I'm I'm Vince Orlando. I'm Sean Davis. We got uh we got two guests, um, two of my good friends, two uh, two people that I look up to and in, in, in their endeavors and uh, uh always a source of inspiration. You guys want to introduce yourselves?
2: Sure. I'm Noel Russo.
1: And I'm Dan Waller.
2: Apparently, our now, you,
1: uh, a little background on. Uh, I know you guys do everything. You're you're you have a zoo um you guys definitely run a zoo and you're good at that um but besides um zoology what, what are your guys' areas of expertise
3: wellness so personal training mind body soul and that's why we created our group fearless and fortunate especially right now we're helping a lot of people you know people are struggling with depression not being active and you know we're helping them out with that with everything pretty
1: much So for everybody listening, we'll drop a link to Fairless and Fortunate. A lot of you people who follow this page anyway, I've already sent you invites. And if you thought that was somebody breaking into my account and uh, sending out spam, it wasn't. (laughs) So if you get it again, make sure you join because this is something where um, they've really capitalized on the quarantine to where we're doing something positive every day. Dan will put on Zoom workouts. Uh, noel will do the same um everybody's on there speaking about wellness and and uh there's some pretty cool guests that come on there um so it's it's if if you're going to be locked down and you want to make the most of your time it doesn't cost you a dime to go in there and and get involved in some of these things that they got going on so it's a really good as soon as as soon as they sent me the page i latched on immediately so you're going to even I hear my loud mouth in there sometimes, but, uh, well, we love, it. It um, no,
2: yes. So, um, we absolutely love Vince when you come on there, he's become one of our main people. Um, I'll just really quickly say I started my journey five years ago, started with gut health, got into, I went from overweight on the couch with so many ailments. It was crazy to a pro fitness competitor in nine months. So, what I discovered in the last five years is that you are who you surround yourself with and you get to choose your focus. And so when this time happened, we knew that fear was not something that people needed to be in. And we thought, what if we could bring something for people to be able to focus on for free all healthy habits, mind, body, and soul. So we found people to donate everything from workouts to Zumba to empowerment work, meditations. Um, and we feel like you know this, these people have become our family. And we just get to grow together and people are coming out of depression and people are getting healthier than they've ever been in their lives. So it's well,
1: and, and I've noticed that, too, they they have. It's, um, you know, uh, quarantined, Right. This is not quarantined in the sense of the 1918 uh, uh, Spanish flu pandemic. Right. We're we can you know, we can talk to people. Right. There's no reason not to for my daughter's birthday party. It was Zoom. Uh, last minute zoom let's get it now we got it actually worked out better because she's got she doesn't get the physical presence she don't care but she got to see her cousin who's in this state and her uncle's who's in this state and so it was actually kind of cool because those are people we're not inviting you're not even thinking to because um but this is uh this is not this is not quarantine um in the way you would envision uh well, any quarantine of the past, you know, let, let's think about the most extreme quarantines where you're sick if you're or if you're a Jew, if you're a Jew, you know what I mean? If you're if you're a Jew, you're sick. So you go there into the ghetto and you do this thing. You know, that's an extreme version of quarantine. And I and I know that some people would like to draw that correlation. The government's trying to take our rights. It's ridiculous. But um, but uh, but it's not it, 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 And even if they were, um, and I'm getting off tangent on what our our whole thing is today, but even if there were some some mass conspiracy to take away our rights, don't you think they'd take away this? The last thing they want is us talking and bitching about it. You know what I mean? So I still feel pretty free. Um, You know, there's those bouts of loneliness on the weeks I don't have the kids and, you know, the house feels empty. But I use it to push me into doing um, lots of hard drugs. And uh, I, mean, I tried to do it. I, I, I'm picking up new addictions. It's really helping me get through this. But I, no, but uh, you know, it, okay. So I don't have the, now. Recreational I, crack smoker. They exist. They exist. Just don't come around me on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Only on the days that end the by, right? They, thank God, church is virtual now.
2: <laughs> um.
1: But yeah, so this is in quarantine in the way that uh, that we can really complain too much about it. You know, I, I do feel bad for the people who are, uh, we're lonely. There's people out there that are lonely and they don't have people, but that's where a group like fearless and fortunate comes into play or the human condition comes into play or uh, amongst all of our friends, the people that are doing things like this and reaching out um, it's there and you got you push button. And you, if you push that button, you go to the right place. You're going to get fed in the right way. And you might make a lifelong friend, or a colleague, or you know whatever the case. But um, yeah, so that, that, that we'll we'll let that segue into our uh, into our topic today, which is
2: um, perspective. Sorry, I just wanted to say that I'm a very social person, but I have felt more connected during this time than I ever have in my life. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, we are who we surround ourselves with. So I've been able to surround myself with. Everyone across the country actually some people across the world instead of just the people in my immediate location you know so I just I found this such a blessing
1: and technology can be positive
3: mm-hmm. it really can even though we've been helping people we've been getting so much out of this as well like we've grown a lot from this and a lot from everyone that's in the group like there's so many great people that are in there that are teaching us so much and we're teaching them so much and we're all learning from each other and it's amazing.
1: Well, and that's the you know Sean and I did the episode two weeks ago on social responsibility, and uh, you know, and that's a little bit different, but but it's not service falls into that too as part of social responsibility. Typically, on a grand scale, you have these things that you should. It's common courtesy that we learn as a kid. Um, Service is making that into an action, and uh, it's a reciprocal universe. What you, when Christ said you. What you ask for, you shall receive. I paraphrase Christ because I'm not him, and I didn't speak Aramaic. So, um, but it was that effect, right? That was the point. You ask, you shall receive. So, you know what you do, you're going to get. You're going to get that back. So, and and you can't give with the intent of getting something in return, because um, then it's contrived, and you're speaking lack and limitation to the universe. I know people that do that. Um, some people that are very close to me in terms of having to see them daily and they're on fire when it comes to, when, when there's something that they can do, that's going to suit their, their, uh, selfish desire need goals. Um, and that's not always bad, but when it's your entire focus, um, it's, it's going to eat your soul away. You're not going to have one eventually. It's going to be gone. And, uh, but I see people that'll. That'll, you know, if that person can offer something to them, they are the nicest, most genuine, I would never lie to anybody, but they would lie to that motherfucker. And the the second that person had no value for them anymore, they would, uh, they would definitely lie about getting out of that engagement. Because the truth is, I just don't want to be with you because you don't add value to my life, you know? Um, so that's, that's extremely important too, is giving without, without the, uh, we all hope that we receive, Right but we don't know how we're going to receive when we give, you know, we give to that old, we, we buy that old lady's groceries, um, or tip the, the worker at Kroger because they're out there on the front lines and they, they put a little note on your daughter's birthday cake that made you feel good. And, and, uh, you just want to say, look, I, I appreciate you. Um, that gets paid back, you know, but it, it it's not going to get, it's not, it may or may not come back in that moment, but you've just, you've just told the universe that, I don't have any fear. This $20 doesn't matter to me, but this person does. And I feel like they deserve it. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And you know what I mean? And that's, that's important. And it goes back to perspective. It, it does. It, so this is, uh, I think prime time to be talking about perspective because, you know, one of my favorite quotes is there, there are no truths, only perspectives, And that's, that's the truth. You know what I mean? Like, so we live inside the realm of phenomena in the realm of phenomena if, if, if you come from the conscious first model right it is, so there's two ways you can look at the universe material first consciousness first I believe consciousness first I believe every even at the subatomic level every interaction is conscious um maybe not in the the degree that we understand consciousness right because we can um we have the ability to, uh, to think into the future and contemplate our demise. You know, that's, that's, that's an evolved, um, I, I would believe an evolved set of uh, uh, consciousness that we haven't learned. I think this human experience is a way for the us perfect beings to, okay, now you've got these choices. Now what do you do to evolve consciousness further? Because I, I don't think God is perfect. I think God is evolving with us, whatever God is. And God's out there rooting for us. Like, man, just get it right. Get past that shit. Because there's something weight I Promise. You know, so... you got to live
0: in your truth, though.
1: You there's a life
0: of truth that you live. You know, there's a lot of people out there that create an ego and a falsified uh Well, it's create, created for them, and then they perpetuate and it. And the ego, like, you know, a lot of these stories that they created, they believe them over time. So they built this persona and this image, and this ego that is so far from their truth of their soul. You know, they're not operating on the planet from a place of truth of who they are. It's They're operating from a place of who they think other people want them to be. And in that, it's going to change your perception of that person if you're not You know, it's just like having someone talk to you and you walk away and be like, that motherfucker is full of shit. I haven't, you know, it's just, there's people like that. There's people that are just straight up bullshitters. And, you know, you, you leave that and you're like, God, like, what's
3: their truth?
0: You know, and how to be honest with yourself. You know, and, and I, you know, I was guilty of a lot of shit, of doing the same shit when I was younger. You know, I wanted to be into this crowd and that crowd and did shit and acted this way and told these stories and this and that, only to find out that, you know, you're going to be so disconnected spiritually if you live in that level of consciousness that you're going to. You're going to go crazy pretty much.
1: Absolutely. You will go crazy. Well, you, we, we're all crazy, you know. And, and this this goes back to the, the Buddhist concept of uh, attachment, right? So we get programmed into believing that this is what life is. Um, you do these things, you're a failure. You do these things, you're not a failure. Um, they're, they're very cut and dry um, for kids, right? So kids are born egocentric. We don't know any other way that we're relying on. We're going to shit ourselves. We're going to piss ourselves. We, we need to be fed. We don't know how to do that shit. We don't even know how to talk to you. We're just hoping that if you hear these cries, that maybe somebody will come to our, our, uh, our rescue. And so we can't we can't judge ourselves for the fact that that was our as soon as we left the spiritual plane and came into this plane, we had to rely on people. And sometimes those people were assholes. You know what I mean? And that being said, you know, this says a lot about the human race, too, because people want to talk about the demise of the human race. Number one, the, the population continues to grow. It doesn't diminish. So there's people getting, people out there, keeping people alive, no matter what, you know, even the worst of people when, you know, you have a baby that's crying and you're a crackhead, you've lost all hope, but somehow you get that baby fed even one time a day to the point where they could survive and tell their story. That's not how we'd like it to be. But at the end of the day, there's compassion built into us. Um, but at the same time, you're teaching this kid, uh, it's a jungle. It's a jungle out there. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's my dad taught me. And it helped while I was in the jungle. As soon as I got out of the jungle, I turned into a fucking asshole. I was a, I was a thug because I didn't, I didn't know. I believed that's who I was. And I thought it was important. And I didn't know how to separate the fact that, well, this was now my identity. This is who I have to be. So I went out there and I lived accordingly, you know, and because I lived according to that perspective or we can call it a belief system, BS, um, I suffered. I suffered because there was a deeper part of me that knew better. You know, my perspective was skewed from birth. And, uh, and, and then the more you delve into philosophy and and, uh, Buddhism, even, even, even Christ, um, you know, will speak about how you're in this world but not of it um you know it's everything can be stripped off of you and you can become the I am right you talk about a victor Frankel and I always I always refer to him because a lot of people are familiar with him and but he's a hero of mine right like this guy I think about some of the worst atrocity that cuz i always want to test my my spiritual aptitude could i really handle that in that way um cuz everybody's the first to say well oh well, fuck that if i was in that situation i would have done this shut up you weren't in that situation you don't know what you would have done but you can contemplate that and you can really ask yourself hard questions and i think about well if i was uh if i watched my family stripped away from me um i don't know from one day or the next if they're dead um and here I am being worked like a dog. I don't know if I'm going to die from one day to the next because I'm starting to feel a little bit sick because they're not feeding us right. And if I appear frail, well, they might they, they might just kill my ass. You know, um, you get put under what what we as humans would would um, quarantine ain't shit, by the way, Tall, You mask uh, social justice. Um, <laughs> the diet just has it. Um, we think about the worst things we could possibly get put into, and, and that's one of them, where you're, you're not a human anymore. Your life has no value. You have no control. You had no say, and all you had was a religion that they didn't agree with, and now you're this. And, uh, and to have to live through that every fucking day and come out of it and create, create logo therapy and uh, a book that is a cornerstone, I think, to anybody seeking uh, growth is a man search for meaning changed my life. You know, you think about that. Um, he didn't suffer. He was in pain, but he said, I'm not going to let you imprison my spirit. Oh, is that on that. Yeah. kick it over to them. What do you guys think about that over there?
3: <laughs> you guys went pretty deep. Not going to lie.
1: But- we started off deep and get shallow towards the end.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you always go deep. However, yeah. I, I loved your point that, People think this quarantine's so horrible, Mm -hmm. but it's not. If you choose to focus, or you have the right reception, and you focus on what's good, you can find so many amazing things about this. Um, At least unfortunate, right?
3: I agree that intention is everything. You know, if if you are just giving out of the goodness of your heart, things will come back to you. But if only if you don't expect them to come back, you know, just because you want to help somebody out, and that's why we created this group is because. She actually was like, I feel like, we, so what happened was we came home from Mexico, right? And all this craziness was happening. The coronavirus just started. And she was like, I feel like God's telling me just to help people right now. I don't need to worry about money, even though most of our money's in stocks. We don't need to worry about that. And I looked at her and I was like, so how are we going to help people? <laughs> and we didn't need to know how. We just started creating this group and started, you know, finding people. and. Reaching out and inviting people, and it started to grow and grow and grow. And next thing you know, within what was it like four weeks? It was like fifteen hundred people. And
2: yeah, but the I mean, way that we did receive was I was ne- I was always a giver. I was never someone who was able to receive. We received people that wanted to pour their time in, people that want to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. And we have some of the coolest admin team that came to us after a week or two weeks, and we're like, "This changed our lives." Yeah. So now we want to pay it forward and do something. To me, I was blown away like just at the kindness in people. And a lot of people in this time are, are telling me all they see is bad people out there or people yelling at each other. All I've seen is kindness and love. So,
0: you know, it's funny <clears throat> when the quarantine first happened, I was sitting at my gym and uh, you know, I'm looking at the manager and I'm like, Hey, are you guys going to shut down? Like what's the deal? You know? Cause it was on a Monday And he's like, nah, man, we're going to stay open no matter what. And my boy calls me and is like, dude, everything's shutting down. Powerhouse is shutting down. LA shutting down. Lifetime shutting down. Meet me over at Dick's. And we went over there, bought a weight bench, bought all these dumbbells. He was able to, you know, him and his wife was able to kind of like get one of the CrossFit gyms to loan us like 400 pounds of bumper plates, bought a squat rack from uh, Rogue, and we just turned the garage into a gym. And in the same time, he starts videotaping me doing shit, and he's like, put this on Facebook. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know about that. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, man, everyone will love it. I was like, whatever. I don't know about all that. But I posted it, and, like, people – Love that shit. You know, it's, you know, there's so much you can do to change the energy level and the frequency level of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Those who are taking this time to reflect on the inside and make changes and change my frequency and my perception and how I want to let my soul, um, do what it do, you know, those people, you can tell who they are out when you see them. Those that are watching CNN and CNBC and Fox news 12 hours a day, because they're quarantined watching the telly, you spot them immediately when you go to the grocery store, Mm
2: -hmm. you know,
0: and it's all about, and either one is fine. You know, I've learned a long time ago that I ain't the judge. At all, you know, as long as like you evolve eventually, you know, because like I can't necessarily say I want to come back to Earth once this life is done. You know, I might want to chill with my ancestral family tree for a minute because it's rough down here. There's a lot of personalities, there's a lot of different things, there's a lot of different movements and perspectives and truths, you know. And speaking of truth, there's a great book by Emily Cady that's called Lessons in Truth, and it's a it's, it's a Unity. I had to, I had to read it in like I went to Unity Ministerial School down in the D, and it's like the first book you read, and literally it helps you see things. It helps you look through your eyes in a spiritual point of view 100% of the time. It, like, helps you train to see things that are all in alignment. Even though in the humanness of us, you can say that's not in alignment or that's fucked up. You see, like, source in everything all the time, 24-7, never disconnected. You know, it's kind of like a practice. You have to practice, but it 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 blew my mind.
1: I'm sorry, I'm getting stuck in the tech shit, man. That's not my job. Um, <laughs> and I'm not good. I'm not good at it. But we need to. We're we're stepping our game up. Um, we're going to get more interactive and and be able to because people are really chiming in. But um, on on what Sean was saying, um, you know, we we live. All of us, and even me, still as advanced as I believe I am in my growth, um, I, I, I st- there's still this sub there's there's subconscious idea of who I am, what I'm deserving of because of who I am, because of what I'm told I was. Um, it's still there, and I still have to fight those urges. Um, you know, I, I when uh, we were talking about on uh, one of my groups yesterday we're talking about the suicide rate and you know and and it, it, people are suffering right now they're suffering in many ways they're suffering you know i'm suffering because i'm now a full time uh, uh uh teacher for um two students that are in very different grades and a Montessori and it's a fucking i mean look it's a beautiful thing cuz i'm like t- trying to manage this in multiple businesses which happened to be coronavirus proof and and, uh, um, economic impact proof film and and, uh, insurance restoration. So now my, my responsibilities have ramped through the roof. And now when they come in, I have to make a, a uh, disciplined approach that's saying, no, it's them. It's them. You, all this other shit can wait. I waited this long to deal with, you know what I mean? Um, But for the longest part, part of my life, because everything I did from my my entire adult life was in the film industry. And that was my identity. That's, that's what I knew myself to be. That was the thing that made me um, matter. You know, it took out the fact that uh, like when I was younger, you know, I was so scared of living in poverty again, because I knew what that was to be dirt poor. I didn't know I was dirt poor until somebody in the suburbs told me I was dirt poor and I had to beat them up. You know what I mean? because they made fun of me. And then I had to start fighting all the time because I was wearing floods. And now I knew I had gaps in my teeth and so now I had to fight you over that. That, that became my life. I was always protecting myself from that shit when life would have been so much easier if I said, yeah, so, you know, my parents don't have much money, but yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we don't, we're not taught that we fall into these identities and we start to believe them. And you, you develop a perception through that, that life is unfair life is mean life is unkind um, you start falling into that darwinian darwinian survival of the fittest that doesn't even apply to humans by the way there's science behind that that's been debunked it does, it does apply to most species it does not apply to humans the theory because the theory of evolution is supposed to be very very slow in the way that the humans because we you know we really do have a cousin in the chimpanzee but this this uh, this instant shift in our DNA that uh, created the neocortex, which is the way we communicate as humans. It gave us language and all these other things. I don't know how the fuck that happened. So it's that they, like it was so instant that either somebody manipulated that shit or a fucking a fucking monkey took a rocket in the brain, and maybe there are aliens and some you know That's they. Funny. I saw an alien and a chimpanzee in like a, a meme, and it
0: was holding a baby.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like that's all quick. So it, <laughs> uh, it, we're not the Neanderthals are not our cousins. That's debunked. The They're not our relatives. So um, so it happened relatively quickly. But I went off on the the natural selection tangent. What was I talking about before that?
2: Well, originally you were talking about homeschooling. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it,
0: Then we got off the. No, mixed with a Palladian and a chimpanzee.
1: Yeah, no, but there was some relevance to it. Um, I I can
2: relate to that, Vince. I mean, I thought I knew where you were going, but maybe I didn't. No, but there was
1: was something. I I, I always circle back. Um,
2: Yeah, you can bring it back. I'll tell you, though, when we started the quarantine, I felt so full of purpose and passion, but yet I had to homeschool a 10-year-old. And I was like... I was crying daily because I felt like I was failing, and then I realized, you know what? I had to change my perspective. I was teaching her leadership how to. She was started her own empowerment youth thing in um, Instagram. She was learning how to cook and clean. So maybe I'm not the best at math at- and reading, <laughs> but, but right, it, and it's tough, right, when you're working and raising little humans. But some of us prayed for this. I prayed for more time. I got what
1: I wanted. I don't know. Actually, and it, but it's beneficial. You know, uh, we can complain about it, um, and a lot of people do. But so now, I get to, I get to learn through them. Now, I'm not saying I'm not frustrated with them daily, but they also show me a lot of my flaws. Mm-hmm. No, why? Why would you do this after the fact? No, we don't procrastinate here. We do this <laughs> stuff up front because so we don't have all this work on the back. Then I walk out of the room and I slap myself. I say, you got to do the same shit. What do you, you do the same shit? What are you in there talking to them for? And I'll, I'll have honest conversations with them and say, hey, guys, um, I fuck up, too. I don't say I fuck up, but I mess <laughs> up, too. And I don't want you to think I'm just talking down to you. Like, these are things that I see in me that I don't want you to have to have. Um, but it, so it's always been beneficial in that way. But we ha- we were on something on um, on, uh, on, on uh, perception. Uh, well, the perception of that. The perception of what it is, it, it, you can play victim to the fact that this whole thing's been, our, what we know as our, our world has been flipped upside down. Now, if you're, and in, in, if you practice non-attachment, but there but is world, no world to be attached to. My, my world ain't world flipped upside down. Because you, you're evolved at this point. You're evolved spiritually. My world ain't flipped upside down too because it's not even supposed to be this. I don't know what it's going to be tomorrow. All this shit can get blown up. I don't what like matters. to say this shit too
0: loud, but I absolutely love quarantine. I think this is the best shit that's ever happened. I get to work from home. I get to work out all day. I get to hang out outside all day. And, like, this is how it should be. Like, I I don't ever want to go back to the office again. And, like, thank God, like, the CEO of our company is like, look, we're not really uh, interested in you guys coming back to the office. Like, it's going to be a slow roll. And, like, you know, you might only have three people in at the office. And if you don't need to be there, you won't be there. And we're not holding groups there anymore. And I'm like, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. My, my employees are like, when are we coming back for the meetings? I'm like, when I say,
2: <laughs> yeah. oh,
1: we'll, we'll do it when it's necessary. We ain't, we ain't rushing back for no fucking reason. We don't have to do that. But you brought I me back agree. to my
2: I point. I agree. On, uh, yeah. Go
1: ahead. I
2: love this. It's Let's taught it. me so much. And, and I love it.
0: But I do understand the fact that there's people out there who are laid off, got six kids and that are struggling, that are going to the food bank, that are worried about the bills, that are calling the mortgage company, asking them to like put the next two months on the back end of their fucking mortgage. You know, I get it. I, I get it. It's tough. And, you know, I, I definitely say prayers for those people
1: because, you know, they need as much as they can get. And. And those are the people that you want see and, and that's the hard part about growth right is some people aren't gonna grow they're just it's just not their journey they're not ready and uh you can't be dismissive of of that um there's some people that will commit suicide over this they they're yeah you, you know i I mean I know for me before I got my head semi right my identity was wrapped up in being a provider I was Superman I had to had to be all things to everybody all the time and when i and that's not possible but when i couldn't be i went into fight or flight literally it was life or death and literally i would take actions that could kill me literally like i mean there's no exaggeration it'll be in the book um i don't believe half the shit i write and i live through i have to i have to call and confirm with friends sometimes but uh, the you know The people who do make it through it, and that's where the the saying, and I know nobody wants to hear the saying because it's cliche and it's just bullshit to people who haven't experienced what the truth of it is, is that things, whatever doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. And it's true. And you only realize that when you're being tested, you know, and and then you can look at that from a, a spiritual perspective too. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Sometimes um, the strongest people you'll meet are that 95-year-old on their deathbed um, who's fighting the last leg of cancer or dementia, and they have that, 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 that moment, that epiphany, that, that peace comes over them that you get in Transcendental Meditation to where I don't have any more questions anymore. I'm going home. I want that. Give me that all my life. Like, what I, if I can get access to that my entire life, I don't need anything else. I don't need... I don't need the job that the that the economy says I should have. I don't need the, the stock market to be this. Fuck the stock market. I don't need I don't need to rely on all these things. But you know, I, I would like to rely on my fellow human beings, and I hope that this is being talked to us is that well, the gym's not open that charges us exorbitant fucking fees anyway. Why don't we get on a fucking Zoom and do it all together with with a common goal in mind, and then we and then the value of it is we achieve these things as a group. Like and you know and there's ways to make money on that, but you don't have to bring people into high pressure sales and get them stuck into a fucking contract. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully, people are starting to see. Well, there was a barter and trade thing before humans did. Humans did pretty good with that for centuries, for tens of thousands of years. Humans humans managed to function bartering and trading. So why now do we not think that's possible? Oh, well, because it's illegal for you to sell certain types of foods, right? Yeah, there's a government problem out there that we gotta deal with, but there's way more of us than there are our is perception. We believe they're in power. We believe we have to pay these taxes. There's consequences set in the place. One year, just one year, you want to see a real revolution? Not showing up in the Capitol, wearing fucking masks over over a, a, a mandate that's meant to save lives. That's not the way you do it. But one year, everybody mobilized don't pay taxes. The fuck are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? They don't have any money. Go print more at the Federal Reserve. Have have China come knocking down your door? You know what I mean? Like, what are you gonna do if we say no? We're done. Everybody done. What the fuck are you gonna do? We pay you assholes, you know. And we're getting off on the tangent again too. That's
0: just too much. There's just too much fear. There's just too much fear. Perception, though. It's perception. They'll be like, well, they're gonna come after me. So then you have one person who's in fear on an individual level. Fear is highly contagious. And next thing you know, you have half the country not paying their taxes and half the country paying them. And so now that, that you're,
1: you're just right at where we're at now. So now they still have enough money to incarcerate those other half, right? right? You know, because the other half lived in fear. It's a, but but it's all perception. Everything's perception. And I, I want to get back. What, what you brought me back to was the point that I was trying to make about uh, all we want as human beings is to be heard. We want somebody. To, we want to know that we can interact with somebody and not be judged. I've had this shitty problem. I've had this shitty drive, and I don't think anybody else has it on the face of the fucking planet. I'm too embarrassed to even speak. And we lack it. And this, the, all the politics in this shit. I'm standing for my mask. I'm up. There's people dying. Let's just look at the. Let's look at the human aspect of this and say, what do I care for more, the economy or humans? Hard to say to somebody with six kids who's laid off and my job might not be there when I go back. And, you know, there's all these fears, but it's fear because you're a fucking human and we've lived through worse, way worse. And you have this in all of you. And if you got somebody in a network, there's somebody who'll see you want to go fund me and maybe help you out. You know, that, like people are missing that type of compassion, but.
2: That's what I was about to say. Sorry. I've been holding and my hands And hands that's up. what you guys did. We need compassion for people right now, but we also need to connect people to what they need. I mean, I had that's what you yesterday, do. and she said, I'm embarrassed to tell anyone how I feel. And I'm like, you're not alone. The big thing is, so people don't feel alone, we can connect them with things that will help them.
1: And that's, you that's why you need to get it. out there with your stories.
2: I quote you all the time because you said th- something to me once. You're like, because we had rock bottoms, because we had bad addictions, we were the lucky ones because we got to grow and evolve because of them but some people don't have that that no. thing that made them change and face fear and grow mm-hmm. so we need to have compassion for those people and just figure out how to be the light how to guide it, them to what they need you know
1: because that. without that trauma right mm-hmm. Exactly. if people grow by choice or trauma and it's rarely choice nobody just says i'm changing today because fuck it you, you mm-hmm. know what i mean if you're if your life is pretty good you're probably not changing shit because it's pretty good. And my wife seems to like me, you know what I mean? My kids seem to like me and I can binge watch Netflix all day. And, and, and then I can play fantasy football and uh, all these other things for the rest of my life. I, re- I really don't even have to see these people, but they appreciate what I do for them. That's fucking, that's a form of hell, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you wonder why the cheating happened, why the, you know, why why the marriage split apart. And now now you feel like that thing right there is the thing that's wrong. All that that's happening? No, that's, the shit that was wrong was way before this. There was a lead-in. But um, the, on, on the connection thing, though, what I was talking about with my son. My son's 11. And uh, and so uh, his mom got a hold of his Google search the other day. And, you know, I'm expecting porn and whatever. But, yeah, do, do your thing, man. I'll have to talk to you about it. But, you know, it's a normal thing. 11 year old boys do. Um, his, uh, you know, and he, he looks up, he's looking up cough syrup because my mistake, I let the little fucker watch South Park. And uh, and it's funny, and look, there's genius social commentary in there. He's not ready for it. But there's this one where he, uh, where the, 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 the guy at the um, pharmacy is saying, No, you really need this desolum if you want to hallucinate. <laughs> it's the guy telling the kids <laughs> what to get. So I go down, and this is prior to the, the mom giving me his web search, but uh, so I go down to his room on Friday. I'm like, what's this on your dresser for? He's like, oh, I'm just being silly, moving things around. I'm like, come on, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, it,
1: wait till you read my book. You know you can't lie to me. You know what I mean? Like, you're not lying to me, dude. You know who you're talking to. I talk to you about my problems. Do you think you're going to take this? And uh, I'm like, you know your boy Juice World just died from it, right, A form of it, but I'm just trying to lay it in his head. People die from this shit. Um, you want to you talk to me about this type of stuff? I'll talk to you about it. You want to hallucinate sometime? Um, me, me and you will go out to the desert, and we'll do it in the, where, where kids your age can sit and do it with a shaman, do some peyote, and you'll probably never want to do it again because your mind's not there yet. But but at least we'll be in a controlled environment, but don't, me, don't ever let me catch you with some shit like this in your room. So this is prior to getting a web search. One of the web searches was, can you hallucinate from blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But one of them that was ultra concerning was, uh, "Was uh, will, um, will they come and get you if you call suicide prevention? And I was like, uh, uh, okay, that's not uh, a – so this kid, I never wanted to kill myself. I think I was too inferior to even want to kill myself because I might get my ass beat for that. But like, I, it just never crossed my mind when I was a child. When I was a teenager, and my dad was out of the picture, and life was different, then I think, oh, life sucks. I just want to go." But I didn't really want to go. Um, I did fake a suicide when I was fifteen to get out of going to juvie. I went to the psych ward instead. But that, that's a different story. I, I didn't want to. I staged it. Um, but he was genuine. He he was genuinely asking. <laughs> And they took me. I got it going. Um, instead of Children's Village, I went to Haven Havenwick. <laughs> yeah, Haven. Havenwick, met a girl. You know? Yeah. Um uh, little uh, psych ward romance. Yeah, psych ward romance. She was in Flint. I was here. I didn't have a car. That was it. Once we got let out, we were back. So anyway, um, but no, they, so that concerned the fuck out of me. Um, you know, and I just learned recently that uh, my son – He's he doesn't want to communicate. Now I'm the same way. I'm stubborn. I think I can solve all my problems. Um and and it's, it, that's one of the things I need to. It's a character defect of mine. I need to reach out to people more. I'm trying to be more open to one on one conversations and be responsive because I know I run from them. Um but on him he 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 hasn't experienced that yet. But there's got to be some genes there. And his mom called him a name, called him a moron, called him something else shouldn't do that um, and she knows that uh, she was trying to make him feel the same way he was making his sister feel they don't get it like that they just know that they've been called something and, and they believe that shit so, so he said I, I, I can't take this anymore I'm leaving and uh, she's not thinking nothing of it right She so walks out he's gone hours later about an hour later she uh, she calls me she's like I, I can't find Vinny he's, he said he's done with this and he left and I was like do you need me to come over there? I mean, what you know? I, what do we got to do? So anyway, she's like, "No, I'm calling my dad. He lived right over by her. We're gonna start going by parks and stuff like that." Two hours passed Nothing. Um, she calls. She's like, "I don't know what to do." I'm like, "Well, call the cops. Is what you need to do because he's a, an 11 year old boy out there wandering around, who knows where." Um, I'm like, "But check the washer first because he likes to hide in weird places when he's feeling sorry for himself." And uh, I mean, everything was checked so she's like all right I'm gonna make uh, one more drive to this other park it's kind of far and and uh you know hopefully he's there if not I'm calling the cops and then um you know if you want to come over come over so anyway uh so so they um as she's driving to that park that she gets called from the cops um I believe it's Clinton Township this kid's at 15 and a half in uh crashing. She lives at the service drive in uh, Prospect. So he's been walking and uh, with intent to go somewhere, you know, not home. And so he was genuinely hurt by the fact that she she that, that was her go-to method. that now was calling him names when he did something. Um, and it should be, you know. And he's growing up in a different – for us, that was normal shit.
2: you do not dumb
1: fuckers, slap in the head. That was, that was just what it was. We see the damage it caused, you know what I mean? But for us, it was no, we weren't running away over some shit like that. But uh, but we've raised him completely differently, he hasn't experienced abuse like that, so that's that's abusive to him. And uh, and he's smart enough to say, Well, that was emotional abuse. And uh, but the problem was, he didn't attempt to communicate, uh, he didn't attempt to communicate, so. I see this thing come up on the suicide watch and, uh, or the suicide and him wanting to call the suicide hotline. And, um, and I, I take him to, I'm like me and you talking right now, man, what, what was that about? Why did you want to call the suicide hotline? And, uh, and he's like, I, I really feel embarrassed saying, it. I'm like, well, it's okay. You're allowed to feel embarrassed saying it. If you can't feel embarrassed saying things around your parents, then you can't say it around anybody. That's what we're here for. So, um so you're gonna tell me and uh and and if we have to sit down here all day and and uh then that's what we'll do well and then um but you're gonna tell me because it, that's important and i need to know that and it went back to the same thing with his mom she was calling him names and and uh he didn't have the wherewithal to approach her on it and say um mom i don't like that i don't think you should be calling me names or if he did it he did it in a confrontational way which he, which supported her and, you know, and they were doing things the wrong way. After, uh, after that, um, after that, they they got to have a good conversation. I got the kids back last week, night and day, the way they were interacting with each other on that simple conversation. And then this happens. And I said, Bing, do you understand that? I don't know what what's in you that makes you feel like you can't talk to somebody about these things outside of your peer group. Who's not really there to support you. They're yes, men, you know what I mean? But you got to be able to talk to people. And it goes back to this, this whole thing with our perception. He perceives that he can't talk to anybody because he's going to be judged and scrutinized. And that's the worst pain you can feel as a child. Right. And as an adult. So he doesn't. And he assumes the outcome because he uh, he doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to figure out anything different. It's just she's going to continue calling me this. She's never going to listen to me. I'm out. You know what I mean? Or or I'm out. I'm going to kill myself because I just can't take it. And this is what human beings go through at all age levels. Um, and it's fucking horrible. You know? And it's horrible. And you talk about what can we do. Um to just be a light because that's really all you got to be. That's your currency, right? It's being the light. So me and Sean, we don't get paid for this. We're not We're not seeking payment. You know, the, the day may come where the, the viewership is such and we get that little email from Google saying, hey, do we want ads in our shit? We'll make a decision then. But for us, this, this feels good because no matter who listens and how many we get and whatever, um, and people do, which feels good because you get to – you get to talk to them and you get to know that, uh, that I mean, hearing messages like that thing you talked about that one day that got me through. I, I didn't know if I was going to make it shit like that. That's, that's currency, right? That, 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 that makes your, so what you guys are doing is exactly what you can do because it doesn't cost you anything. It's your time, but where is time more valuably spent than on other people? Cause if we are all one, and if we're if we're spiritual or God people or whatever, well, we are. So what you do unto others is you're having done unto yourself. How could you possibly grow without being there for somebody else in some way? But you don't know what that way is. Like we try to contrive the ways that we can be there. I could have never contrived a way to be there for Vinny in that moment other than to see it happen and to say, well, I understand. I don't know how to fix that, but you can talk to me about it. You know, and that's what fearless and fortunate does for people. Talk about it. That's what this does. We don't care what you talk about. You can hate us, hate us, and disagree with everything we say. I love when that happens because uh, I do. Because no, typically it'll take you back to a place of darkness. You know, when like I've been there, Sean's been there. We talk about it all, all the time, man. It's. We understand, and if somebody knows you understand, well, now they might be. Well, maybe they won't judge me if I say this shit. I'm. um, I've I've been taking too much time, but I don't
2: know. No, Vince, I think you're right. And ultimately, if you can help one person, whether it's with your podcast or every time I go live on Facebook, I'm like, oh, I might. I call it squirreling. I might go off on a tangent, but if I can help one person, it was worth it. And I've never done it not had at least one person message me. That's what they needed that day, you know.
1: And that's important, you know. And, and
2: everybody is someone's kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, what if Vinny needed someone and you weren't the one to be there? But let's all be there for someone.
1: There, there are there, everyone's like we're all one. Like, if you so, I mean, perspective, right? Perspective. If there are no truths. There's only perspective. If you take that on a deep metaphysical, let's skip the spirituality I mean, <clears> of <throat> it. But this this concept, the world is as you see it, has been around since Sanskrit. You know what I mean? This is not a new concept. What you, the, the information you take in and then reproject it into the universe, that's what your world is going to be. So how I interpret this quarantine, that's how my life's going to be after the quarantine. Yeah. How I interpret it is exactly what it's going to be. But I'm going to say, but the, the universe, I didn't make any choice in that. No, you made a choice in how you responded to it. Yes. And that made the difference. <laughs> but Viktor Frankl, local therapy doesn't happen if he comes in and says, Ooh, I got out of that one. You know what I mean? I thought I was going to fucking die. Fuck those people. You know what I mean? And then he don't, He spends the rest of his life motherfucking the Nazis. What value does that add? Yeah,
2: you know, it, it's it's, it's, we can't control our circumstances, so it's all how we respond to things. And if we respond with love, I mean, there's no greater thing you can do. <laughs> and, my- and the
1: thing, thing with responding with love is for people like, like us, right, that have suffered, And, you know, me, severe PTSD, I'm sure we've all, we all have it to some degree. So when you, no matter what the ailment is, there's a very limited space in between stimulus and response, right? Um, And in that space is reaction. So mine, knowing that 4% of my hippocampus, it's probably grown by now, but was shrunk and the neurons were ineffective. I didn't have the cognitive ability to get out of fight or flight so when that trigger hit my space was this big i believe it's this big now and i can add there's some time there for me to be able to make a responsive choice we have to be we have to be mindful of the fact that a lot of people won't suffer to the point where we have to figure that out about ourselves you know what i mean so so we it's it's you know we can be sanctimonious and sanctimonious in our spirituality and say, well, you shouldn't act that way. Well, no, you just did. So there's a reason for it. Um, I I, was, I agree with it. You know what I mean? I, I don't agree with it whatsoever. And I think there's a way out of that. And if you want to listen to me, well, you know, maybe I got something for you. Maybe I don't. But, um, but to judge somebody, um, we're just, it's the flip side of the same coin, you know, and it doesn't allow for... It doesn't allow. It doesn't allow for growth. It and 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 all it does is reinforce perception. Because in the realm of phenomena, which is what this is, we know we know quantum physics has proven this. We're all energy. That's all we are. Meaning frequency. That's it. Um, You know, and and and, you know, the electrons floating through space, looking for a way to slow down through the Higgs boson, and and then eventually matter gets formed, and then all these. Conscious things happen, and and then now we have life, right? Um, Did a God create that consciously? That's pretty genius. I I mean, I don't say that it couldn't happen. Do I know that it did? I fucking don't know, but I don't care because it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather believe that than nothing. You know, the other way is boring as shit. But um, but if we know that, if we know that about us, um, we know that we're all one. Literally, we are all one, even if you're a, a... Scientists and and your God is the Big Bang. There's something called a singularity. Then beyond the singularity, from this expansion is quantum entanglement. These are proven scientific things. It means we're all interconnected. There's nothing we can do about that for all of our existence, no matter what we are—subatomic particle, worm, dog, cat. No matter what the fuck we are, we're all quantumly entangled, which means we're all one. So you know. so how do we change perception um, by being something different than what, you know, we were told we should be? I, that's why I like to speak in the way that I do with because uh, I have an audience that still knows me as the international drug dealer who supported his uh, is. His, um, I was fucking nuts, man. When you read the book, like the shit that I lived through it just shouldn't have happened, you know, dealing with cartels and, and the, the madness that I put myself through. So nobody could ever call me poor again. Um, was fucking insane, um, but to be able to live through that now and still have a voice with the people that I grew up with because they know, they're like, well, no, he's I know him this way. The fuck is he talking about now? Same with Sean, the group of people. He, you're the same with you guys. You stereotypically look like somebody who might not even talk about this shit. You know what I mean? But now you got a platform to say, well, no, this is the stuff that matters. We just we just look this way because we believe in health and fitness and it's all intertwined. So um, perspective. You know, perspective is it, it, nothing here is true except for change. That's the only truth. Everything will constantly change in the realm of we don't know what it's
2: supposed to be. We got one
1: minute left. Why don't you guys put the plug-in for
0: what you're doing and uh,
2: well, you know, tell, them where to,
0: tell everyone where to find you.
2: <laughs> okay. I mean, I would just say you're right. Everything's always changing, but this is the first time in our life that instead of people struggling separately, they're all together. And uh, so, yeah, if anyone wants to, you said you could put it in the comments or we could. Um, yeah, our, yeah, our group is not only on the page too. anyone, but we encourage everyone to pay it forward. Even if you don't think it's something for you, invite your friends because you don't know how many people could be struggling on their own. Mental and physical, spiritual, soul—all of this is is one. So, some people, you know, the mind and the body work together. We want to support people and all that, but we also want to help people find where their niche is. So, the people that jump on the zooms or jumps on jump on the lives—what might be something you love might be different than mine. But it's just like dating—you want to find what kind of workouts you like, what kind of mindset empowerment coaches you like, what kind of meditations you like, right?
1: So <laughs> Tapping techniques. I mean, you guys right. have nutritionists yeah. on there.
2: We have some of the coolest people, and we have some leaders that are there every week, and then we have other leaders that like come in as special guests, and we love it. And we just love supporting people, and we want people to feel like they're part of a family, like they're not alone. So we like. And it's to been effective. effective.
1: What? It's been effective that way. Like the the comments that I see. I don't, I'm not not on there as much as I'd like to be, yeah. but I do. Yeah. I am in that one comment section and. Mm -hmm. what you've done for people um, that seem to have been felt isolated prior to this group existing. Um, One girl made a comment. She's like, Oh, and how can we access these, these kinds of people? Um, You know, we can't afford to be around, you know what I mean? Like perception. So yeah, people
2: people who before had the limitation of time and money, we've taken that off the the chart, you know? And um, I encourage everyone to reach out to me because I learned I can't be everything to everyone, but I can connect everyone to what they need. So. And then
1: we find our strengths, right? Um, do, do you have anything in closing? I know Dave's going to give us some food here soon. Dave's above <laughs> us. I'd like to invite anybody that feels like they
3: have something they can offer our group that they can come on as a special guest if they'd like oh, to. Right. They're more than welcome. If you want to help people like we are, you're more than welcome to join us.
1: All yeah. about empowerment. Okay. Anything, anything, even if it's sharing a story.
2: Yep, yeah, yep. Pretty. We love testimonies. Anything mm-hmm. you can do to help somebody, give them hope, inspiration. Mind, body, soul. Yep. Sean, thank you.
1: All good. We're all good. This was good. We we'll talk more. We'll we'll have more of these. Um, and we'll technically we'll figure figure out a way to integrate all this stuff so that it goes to yours. And I don't know how to do it. Um, we'll yeah. figure it out. we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out.
2: Workout on our. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're
1: <Yeah. laughs> gonna love it. I already know.
2: Thank you guys. Thank you so much for having us. We felt honored.
1: No, thank you. Thank you. And, and thank you for what you're doing. We'll put your uh, we'll put your link on our page.
2: All right. Keep inspiring, guys. Thank all you. All right, and
1: you too. Thanks, Dave. Take care, guys.
3: No
0: Take problem, you. guys.